WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's coming up on 830. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. And, you know, it's talking about crappies during the, the fishing report there. Boy, it just doesn't seem that long ago that I was uh, talking about a you know, coming out of their winter patterns and looking to spawn and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, we're, <laughs> it's that time of year, you know, <laughs> and, uh, they're, uh, they're getting ready, you know, and boy, it, it's just a, a ton of fun here when, uh, um, the fish are, kind of that pre-spawn there, that hunger mode, you know, throw the females back, you know, uh, and uh, let them do their thing. But, boy, you know, just uh, they're a ton of fun to catch and just uh, a lot of, uh, not to mention the fact that um, pretty good eating, too, for that matter. Um, but, you know, it, it, the, the, we're, we're talking about the, the, the spawn here and, you know, once that's done, the fish kind of scatter around, maybe move a little bit deeper, kind of get into their uh, their summer haunts. Um, might make them a little harder to catch. Uh, nah, not really. Um, they're still the same old fish that uh, that love to gobble up a, a, a nicely presented chunk of night crawler or a little minnow put in front of them. Uh, you just kind of have to know where to uh, where to look to find those uh, those post spawn uh, crappies. Uh, so let's, uh, let's spend a few minutes and talk about that. Um, you know, a couple of different ways you can you find them anyway. First is maybe, um, you know, maybe slow trolling some of those little crankbaits. Um, certainly that's, uh, that's one way you can cover some water in a hurry and, uh, either find the bite or, you know, like I said, eliminate some water in a, in an efficient manner. Before doing that, of course, uh, might be worth just a, a pass with the with the boat, uh, and and just kind of get an idea. Just look at your your depth finder, look at your uh, uh, your instruments here, get an idea of what the the lay of the land is, so to speak. Um, you know, even before you pull out the rod, just kind of run through it there, just to kind of see what the structure looks like, what's down there, and uh, maybe give you an idea of of, of some places to. Uh, uh, to check out or how you want to run your, your pattern, that, that kind of a thing. Um, just, you know, the contour, you know, any little holes or, you know, humps, things like that. What, uh, maybe, you know, maybe there's some stumps down there, you know, things like that, that, uh, uh, might be, might be drawn in the fish. So, uh, and it, and it only takes a, a few minutes there, but, you know, just kind of doing that homework, I, I kind of think is, uh, it, it We'll save you time, I think, in the long run, just to, to give you an idea of what the place looks like before you uh, before you even drop a line in the water there, just to give you the lay of the land, if you will, and uh, uh, lay of the water, maybe. Um, and, you know, maybe give you a little better idea of, of what to throw out there to begin with. Um, you know, so, you know, back to trolling here anyway. After the, you know, the crappies finish spawning, they'll uh, often, you know, move back out to, to drop-offs near their spawning beds. Um, and these areas can vary in depth, uh, you know, to a little bit deeper water, to medium shallow, I guess, is the way I'd put it anyway. Um, it just, of course, depends on the particular body of water being fished. 
Um, oftentimes the, 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 you know, the fish aren't holding tight to the bottoms, um, which is, uh, kind of where, you know, pulling a crankbait kind of comes in. Um, you know, you're working the, the trolling motor at, at, at a relatively slow speed, um, you know, working areas such as where, you know, the feeder streams and creeks come into the, uh, lake or river, um, uh, Deeper flats are also a spot to, to kind of slowly move through. Uh, and you can move through the the open water area and or, uh, you know, maybe bang the crankbait off the bottom once in a while at the uh, uh, top edge of the drop-off. Um, you know, work your way kind of down the contour of the drop-off in, in succeeding passes. Um, and, you know, if, if you're a, a live bait fan, you know, you can also... Do a little slow troll the same way using a nice uh, a nice minnow as well. Just uh, of course, make sure you keep it fresh and lively. Um, that's uh, that's important as well. Um, minnows are also a, a great way to go if you want to uh, try something uh, that uh, it's known as uh, you know Kentucky rigging uh, for crappies. And if you're not familiar with it. Um, I like to think of it as a sort of a smaller version of a, a drop shot rig. Uh, you know, you've got a little bell sinker at the end of the line with one or two hooks further up the line at different depths. Um, and of course what that, those depths will be is, is kind of, you know, up to you. Um, you know, I've seen him with a dropper line right at the bottom, uh, up a foot, maybe, uh, you know, the next one up a foot or two above that. Uh, it just depends on the, the nature of the cover and, and, you know, where you're, you're seeing fish on the, uh, on the depth finder, you know, they could be hugging the bottom. They could be, you know, suspending a one, two feet in the air, you know, in the air, in the water column. Uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, it just kind of depends on what, uh, what you're seeing there. But, uh, you know, when you tie the rig, you know, you, you tie in the dropper line using a, a nice piece of mono since it, it's got a little stretch to it and can, uh, Make for a little more lively minnow presentation, which of course is always a uh, always a good thing. Um, nothing terribly fancy. I like to use a, like an Aberdeen hook, maybe uh, uh, you know, at the end of the line. Um, the dropper line, anyway. It, oh, it, the length, as far as uh, that goes, um, anywhere from six inches to a foot. Just kind of you know. Again, I think it probably would depend. It'll it'll it would depend on necessarily your. You know, it would depend on the the particular cover. You know, if if you're fishing a little bit heavier cover, maybe shorten that up just a little, little bit so you're uh, maybe a little less likely to get uh, to get snagged up. If if it's you know you're fishing a, a drop off, um, and you know there's really no nothing that you're going to get hung up on. Yeah, stretch it out just a, a little bit longer. Um, doesn't, you, know, you don't have to worry about it, things getting twisted up as well and, and things like that. So um, that's just one uh, one particular option. Uh, nothing fancy, but uh, uh, something that, uh, again, presents you with uh, with some options. And, you know, you can present it a couple of different ways. One is just using the uh, uh, slow trolling method. Again, uh, you know, where you put the line... Uh, or where on the line you put the dropper again makes a difference in that uh, you know you're going to move through the cover and still stay above the cover without you know getting snagged up and still kind of keep it in the strike zone of the fish. 
excuse me, you know, if um, if you've marked fish on the depth finder, uh, using this method can help you find it, you know, what depths the most active fish are. Um, might also be a way to to help sort out the, the larger and smaller ones from each other as well. Uh, so once you've once you've found the fish, uh, the other way to use the Kentucky rig is uh, as a, a straight up and down presentation. Uh, just you know, drop it over the side of the boat and fish it that way. Yeah, just park the boat and fish. Yeah, <laughs> simple as that. Um, of course, this presentation it's it's also got some advantages too. I, again, uh, been talking about cover here too. Yeah, if there's heavy cover, you know, shorten that uh, that line up a little bit, and um, you know, especially if some places, you know, you're fishing a, a stump field or something like that. Obviously, trolling through that is is not going to be terribly practical. So, yeah, vertical presentation will uh, will work uh, as well. Um, and you know, the advantage over trolling anyway, with just uh, you know, parking and dropping the line is you know you've got some precision there with. Um, with that vertical presentation on, on, uh, you know, you can put it right on the fish. Um, and depending on the structure too, uh, you can also walk this kind of down the edges of drop-offs uh, as well. Um, and, and for that matter too, uh, where I think about it anyway, um, you know, been talking about using minnows for this kind of presentation. Um, you can you can you can drop some plastics on there, maybe uh, you know chunk of night crawler, something like that. Uh, just something a little bit uh, a little bit different. Maybe a minnow on one, uh, some night crawlers uh, on two. You know, on the second line, um, you know, plastics. Take your pick. Uh, what you know, something bright. You know, maybe even throw a bead or something on there just for a little pop of color or something that's going to give a little flash to to draw in those fish. Um, you know, tube jigs are pretty good to use. Uh, I like to use those for uh, some of my crappie fishing. Uh, those are always good. Uh, great for trolling, and you know they're not. I like them too for uh, for crappie. Even something with this type of presentation, it's uh, it's not bad. Uh, you'll still, if there's even just a little bit of current, you'll still get a little bit of uh, action out of that jig. Um, you know, and if the water is a bit more stained, you know, like I said, a little brighter colors, uh, you know, your whites and, and oranges and things like that, uh, combinations of both, uh, a, a little, little contrast in there, always a, uh, a good option if you're using some kind of a small plastic with, uh, uh, with that. Again, you know, these are just, uh, you know, some particular options that, uh, uh, that you've got when it comes to, uh, uh, crappie fishing here uh, after the uh, after the spawn and you know, we're kind of in that uh, in that fabulous mode right now so uh, um, not uh, eh, something to think about and it really it's 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 kind of a fun way you know nothing you know nothing like I haven't had it happen to me but I've seen it happen and, and it's like you know sometimes you you get lucky and get that double on <laughs> that's always a uh, always a lot of fun. Um, but boy, you know, you can find some nice, uh, and again, um, a, a little, like I said, just when I, the more I think about it, it's like the more, yeah, just do a little homework, if you will, uh, move through an area there before you even drop a line in there. And, and just like I said, get that lay of the land, uh, do your prep work and 
seriously, it will uh, it will save you some some time and effort uh, in the long run. There, you'll be able to, and and as you do more and more of it, I think too, you'll you'll get better and better. It's like okay, you know, here's how I want to proceed, and you'll see the area. I mean, there will be of course differences where you go, but you know, they're all kind of the same elements, just presented in a slightly different way. So once you're able to read that all out. Uh, um, You'll be able to get a pretty good idea of of what uh, what to do and how to present things. So yeah, it's uh, it's a fun way to uh, fun way to fish. There's no uh, a no doubt about it. Oh, uh, a couple of other notes too. Um, you know, uh, when you do get bit, uh, you don't need just the you, you know you're you're not. It's not like bass fishing, you know, <laughs> where where you see these guys just it's it's like they're swinging for the home run there with the uh, with the rod. No, you, you don't necessarily need to do that. Um it just uh, just just reel it in when you when you feel that line uh tighten up or move uh you know so to speak. You know, crappies have sensitive mouths. They're they they are called paper mouths for a uh, a reason. Um you know just a a a sharp powerful hook set uh, is is really only going to kind of tear out the hook. Um, another thing too, and just I've got this in my notes. I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> good to have, uh, especially if you're you know fishing a lot of cover stumps, things like that, uh, brush, what have you. Uh, have some kind of a uh, plug knocker with you. Um, you'll uh, invariably when you you know you've got these lines, even if you shorten them up a little bit, eventually you're going to get you're going to get snagged and, you know, save a few bucks, save the rig and, and, uh, use the, uh, use that knocker to, uh, help keep your, uh, keep your lure, whether it's a crankbait or, uh, you know, you're kind of doing that Kentucky rig thing and, uh, you know, something to, uh, something I, I just always kind of have just handy because when you need it, it's great to, you know, it, better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it, of course. So. Another excuse to go buy some more fishing equipment. So anyway, <laughs> or you can make your own. That's uh, that's also true. Okay, uh, it is uh, eight forty-four. Going to take a break and come back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors as we continue this Saturday morning on WKTY ninety-six-seven FM five eighty AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. 